back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Morning. 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 She says with a croaky voice. Oh my God, I know. I, there was a TikTok the other day and it was like, there's two types of people in the morning. The ones that come in and like, morning, sunshine. And the ones that can like barely get out of bed. I'm definitely I, the latter. Yeah, I'm a morning person. I do. I love a morning. But the first hour of my morning, like you, as you know, is usually quite quiet. So this is the yeah. loudest part of, this is the loudest wake I've had in the morning for a long while. I, I mean, it's energizing at least. Oh, that's one way of putting it. Oh my god, I'm not a morning person. Don't d- give me. Let me finish this cup of tea, and we might be all right. Yeah, <laughs> you might need to pause the podcast recording for Stevie to wake up a little bit. Yeah, literally look alive, people. What time do you usually get into work, Steve? Though no. To, yeah, to be fair, I feel like my commute to work wakes me up. Yeah. So even though it's early, I'm awake and with it. Got you. But um, yeah, usually I'm in for about, depends. It ranges from like between eight to nine, I would say. Yeah, eight to nine a.m. Yeah. Between the hour, you mean? Yeah, probably between the hour. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes sometimes it goes past it's nine. early rise by the time you've had to like get up, get ready and go in. Yeah, like sometimes I'm up at six to make sure I'm in. Oh, so, no. that's see. Yeah. I say I'm a morning person, but there is a cut. <laughs> I think seven o'clock is my cut off. You know, anything before that, it's basically still nighttime. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when I used to get up at half five with Tom because I was a psychopath? <laughs> was like at that good. point, I thought I was going to like unfriend you. Like, I know. I'm like almost unfriended myself. For context <laughs> to the listeners, Tom gets up for work at like quarter past five. So because we barely see each other, I thought, I know, I'll get up with him and have a coffee. And then when he leaves, I can be up and ready. And in fairness, I loved being awake and like ready to go at six because I love that quiet period in the morning when no one else is awake. However, come two o'clock, your girl's ready for a nap. Like I can't, I can't stay awake. And the thing was, I got up so that we could chat and hang out, but I literally couldn't hold, like I couldn't pull a sentence together. No, could not. So it was pointless. I'd just be like laying there, sort of like sort of cuddled up next to him, but like couldn't say a word. But um, oh my god, yeah, back when back when we were cute, anyway. Oh, the like, only time. No, I'm like, that, see ya. <laughs> the only time that five o'clock is acceptable is if you're going to the airport. Yeah, that's yes. a good point. Very good point. That's a very yeah. exciting five o'clock in the morning. Oh, girls, I need another holiday. Holiday to recover from your holiday. Well, this is it. Steve, I get it. I totally get it. When you book in things and you're like, right, I've got that to look forward to, got that. Like, I totally get it. I've I've always been a bit of a spur of the moment trip booker. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean when you book something ahead of time to look forward to. Like I am, I said it to you last week, I'm looking at bloody holiday homes as if I've got any money to afford a holiday home. But Stevie, you've just told us to do the lottery this week because- Yes, you will do. I don't need all 20 mil currently. 
the apartment I'm looking at, I need about 200,000. That'll do. Oh, 200,000. We are going to have some great holidays in this this apartment. That's all I need. That's that's all I need. It comes fully furnished. It's in a lovely gated community. Maybe George Clooney lives there as well. Let's hope. You know what I love? Last week we started at 90 and now we're at 200,000. I was going to say, I'm sure this has gone up. Well, I've been I'm looking. Sure, this has gone up. I carried on looking, you know, girls. I had to make sure there was variation in my holiday home search. You do diligence. I've gone from an apartment <laughs> to a villa. <laughs> I've got a mansion, girls. Rooms that is all. fine by me. <laughs> from holiday blues to blue ticked and blanked. But before we get there, Stevie's word of the week. So I think you're both going to know this word, but I don't know if you're actually going to know what it means. Okay. So the word is bacchanal. Who? Right, when you do that face, (laughs) (laughs) it makes me think I've pronounced it wrong. Give me one second. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Bacchanal. How do you spell it? Because all I'm thinking is back anal. <laughs> <laughs> so it's B A C C H A N A L. Oh, uh, you know what? I have seen this word written. I've before. seen this word, but I didn't know yeah. what it meant. No clue. Bacchanal. Isn't it like, oh gosh. No, I'm thinking of the Bechdel test, which is not- the what? it's it's about um shock it's about women um like the tests that people do to ensure that women are oh god i don't know i'll have to google that but that that's a whole other word of the week um i'll tell you about that later it's all about patriarchy you know me girls oh god (laughs) shock i think we may do you know what i realized the other day i think we've gone two episodes about jade's and patriarchy and me mentioning how much i hate my first boyfriend so we are like absolutely flying at the minute is this new moon the blue moon moon. (laughs) totally Totally. oh god right i don't know why because it makes no sense but i've got cigarettes in my no cigars i can see a cigar when I say Bacchanal. So I think it's a brand of cigars. Mm. Okay, Bacchanal. I think Bacchanal, I think it is something to do with transport. I think it's to do with the transportation of goods. Maybe tobacco goods. I'm going to match you in with Elle. The t- the 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 transport of cigars. <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny you say about cigars. So I went to a restaurant not too long ago and it was um, themed loosely around like Winston Churchill. Very oh. bizarre. Um, but the dessert, they served it to you in a glass ashtray and it was a cigar but made out of food. And it was the weirdest concept. It was a bit like Heston, well, what I imagine Heston Blumenthal's restaurant to be, because you're looking at a cigar in an ashtray and then you eat it and it tastes smoky, like whiskey. And, you know, like that first bite, I was like, 
I'm not sure I can get on board with this. Mm. Well, give me another two minutes. It was <laughs> so good. It was amazing. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's uh, a restaurant as well. Girls, I really want to go to Heston Blumenthal's as well. I love food theatre. I think that's so cool. I think it's too out there for me. I can't have like egg and bacon ice cream. That would blow <laughs> my little mind. Yeah, it, it, there is something you realize how like visual you are, don't you, when you think of stuff like that? Because it's so hard yeah. to imagine eating an ice cream, like an egg and bacon ice cream. It's just, it's so, it's so weird. Do you know what I did do though? Um, oh, what's it called? I think it's called, um, Lenoir or something, but basically you eat dinner in the dark and you're served by blind people. It was such a good experience. Oh, it was wow. really interesting. Your senses are like heightened, aren't they? So yeah. without, uh, your your sight, your taste, and your smell and your hearing are all like heightened. Yeah, and the That's room was so dark. I actually felt a bit like claustrophobic, mm. but um, and like you don't know what you're eating before. So you just pick a meat or a vegetarian option, go in, and then you just get served. And somehow, like, nobody spilled any drinks. Nobody had, like, because I was thinking I'm going to knock glasses over. I'm going to, I don't know. But, yeah, it was amazing. I'd have loved to have seen the size of the portion, though, and how much I actually ate. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was invited to this was like seven, six, seven years ago. There was a blogger event. I was invited and I couldn't make it. And um, the next day, all the girls that went was like there was outrage because apparently there was like rumors that there was they were serving pigeon, but they obviously just like couldn't see it. And they said, "Oh, it all tasted nice." And then we come out and there was like someone had said, "Oh, pigeon on the menu." So that was like the first the first blogger drama from way back in the day, but. Pigeon aside, I would love to try that. It's actually given me an idea. I don't think Tom listens. If he listens to the podcast, he's always like three or four behind. So maybe I could do something like that for his birthday. Because girls, I'm sorry. The stress of organising a birthday for a loved one or a partner, I'm I'm sick of it. I'm actually done with it. I know that sounds terrible. It sounds really unromantic. But life is so busy as it is. And you know what annoys me? And I'm going to say it we get into this thing where we feel like we have to spend so much and it's like yep. they're not special birthdays then they're, they're not special birthdays like yeah for a milestone birthday do it but then you get to that point where one spends a lot so then you spend a lot so then the other one spends a lot for the next one and before you know it you've been we've been together nearly three years and I just I said to him like I'm really sorry I'm deliberately spending less this year because if I don't, you will spend just as much for my 31st birthday, which is totally irrelevant. And it just gets ridiculous. So yeah, poor Tom for, for his birthday this year, he's getting a downgraded version of a of a birthday present. But it's fun. Just make it a make it a make it a a, a puzzle or a, a like you know, like a clue. He's got to follow clues and stuff like that. Just make it fun, but you can make it inexpensively fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I say that I've obviously bought things and I'm obviously still spending an <laughs> annoying amount of money, but it just has to be less than we usually do because it just gets silly. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And I think as well, like I've well, I was actually thinking about Christmas the other day 
And I know, I'm sorry, bringing Christmas up. But I was like, by this point, I've usually got a few Christmas presents because, like, I've got quite a big family. I've got nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be a huge expense when December it. comes. I'm not doing no. it. Said to my lot, we are secrets. Because we've like, there's, there's, there's a lot of us, we're secret santa in. We're secret Santa yeah. this year. We can give ourselves maybe a hundred pound limit, but you're only buying one person a hundred yeah. pound, whatever, or like whatever, whatever limit we put on it. But like what that like you're spending otherwise you end up spending, I don't know, 150 to 200 pounds plus per person. There's like, yeah. you know, it's it's ridiculous. Oh my god, Jade, I don't go that mad. Yeah, I, don't, I also don't go that mad. <laughs> oh my god, girls, like one Christmas I done like over a thousand pounds on presents it was oh my god it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and then that's without the food and that's without not doing it not doing it booking a restaurant secret santa in back for wine and cheese great other than that see you in 2024 yeah and and that's it like my brother's getting married this year i will be getting married soon at some point and it's just too much like you have all these things if there's ever an excuse not that you need an excuse but to scowl down on stuff now oh now we're in a cost of living crisis you know what I mean like yeah I couldn't tell you actually could I tell you what people got me for Christmas last year probably not and that sounds terrible probably not do you know what I'm going to do this year though I'm going to put together a list of what I want and when I say what I want I am talking Primark cotton pads because I can't stand queuing in Primark literally for cotton pads so if someone wants to get me a packet of them I would be overjoyed like Zuflora because I love the smell of it ah. like do you know what I mean like these Fucking are, hell, we're in I'm, our 30s aren't we I just want practical gifts that I'm gonna use that I don't have to find a home for and yeah. like yeah that, oh, that's that's, that's the awesome. vibe yeah. I'm going with I hear yeah, that I, I remember now. before I was going to drama school like we had this massive list of stuff that we needed. That's without all the books and stuff. So for Christmas, I was just like, right, Aunt Pammy, can you get me some knee pads? And she was like, what am I getting you knee pads for? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> drama school, fine. I, you know, I needed this book. I needed that book. I needed uh, black leggings. I needed this, that. Like, I just, like, what, whatever I needed on my list, I sent out. And it's the same. you just got to be practical with it. My mum does it. She's really good. She's like, I want this mascara. Perfect. I want this yeah. eyebrow pencil. Yeah, yeah, I, want yeah. this, I want this cream. I need a top from here. Like, really, like it's so stupid, especially when you don't. It's, it, it's, I think it's very selfish if people don't tell you what they want because then you go out and you panic by shit, and then you end up spending twice as much as you would have done if they'd have said to you in the first place, "Can you get me some underwear from H and M or whatever?" <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know yeah. what, girls? I just want socks from Decathlon. They're so good. You good love quality Decathlon. socks. Decathlon, if you're listening, <laughs> sponsor Stevie right now because no one is promoting these socks more than she is. They are the best. I'm going to get you some. I'm going to convert oh, you. Oh, <laughs> they could be our Christmas presents. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, back to Stevie's word of the week. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was it? Back and all. Back and all. It is... A wild, drunken celebration. Ah. Yeah. Example, the event morphed into one of the most shameless bacchanals on the social calendar. Oh. Yeah. There you go. 
Nothing like an unforeseen Beckanel. Exactly. That's great, Beckanel. Girls, we really need to make a diary. I think this could be our potential first bit of merchandise, a Stevie's Word of the Week dictionary. Stevie's Word. Oh. <gasps> I want Ooh. a lollygagging one. Lollygag, yeah. I think that's still my favourite Word of the Week, lollygag. It's my favourite. use it all the yeah. time. Hey girls, firstly, I want to say your podcast always brightens my day and has helped me so much. Oh, that's nice. My dilemma is, do I need to cut a friend of mine off? Here's a backstory. During the lockdowns of COVID, we got super close after a period of not speaking. Families become super close. Fast forward, the holiday that we planned together, getting cancelled and her getting a new boyfriend, she went months without speaking to me, like me messaging her and her just ignoring me. Then a very important person in her life got very ill and passed away and I was there for her during the whole thing. After this happened, she started ignoring my messages again, only messaged or replied when she needed something. She even moved into her first home and I was messaging trying to get as involved as I could and still getting ignored until something popped up and she needed advice about it. Again, fast forward to this year, she was planning her wedding on a phone call. She expressed how she's got friendly with an old friend of hers and how they do everything together and they're now best friends and how she's done her bridesmaid official invite boxes and she's done one for her new friend but just hasn't gotten round to do mine yet still hasn't and we're eight months from the conversation just recently after trying to take a step back she messaged me out of the blue I'm normally the one doing the communicating asking me what I was doing that weekend I replied to say I was just having a chilled one but asked what she's up to and how she is she read it and just ignored me. Oh, then post on social media. Now, girls, am I just being picky or do you think I'm getting used? She's definitely a like a flaky friend, isn't she? In the sense, or she's flaking now. I think the blue, do you know what? The blue tick and then posting. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit guilty of that because generally not. But obviously, because social media is my job, sometimes I'll read a message and I think oh, I've actually got to post this at this time because I'm doing it with this brand or whatever. And then I might forget and I go back later. But I'm quite conscious of it. Even if I get a DM, I think, well, if I've got to open, like if I'm going to, if I post, they know that I'm on my phone. So I'm essentially ignoring a DM anyway. It's not about me. But what I'm saying is it is a bit of a bugbear of mine when people just blue tick you and then they're so active on social media because it's like it takes you 10 seconds to reply to my message. Yeah, I I too am very, I'm very guilty. I'm so bad on WhatsApp girls. I get really overwhelmed with WhatsApp. I get so like there's so many groups. There's so many messages. Like At times I'll have several messages that I am. I just haven't been able to open or respond to, or I'll leave. I won't, what I won't do is I won't open them, read them and not respond. I'm usually a person that says, I haven't got time to, to open this message right now and give it my attention. So I'll just leave yeah. it. And then when I have got the space, I'll respond. I'm not usually someone to like open it, not respond and then get back later. I'll just not open it, open it when I have time to respond. Cause I think that's just a little bit nicer in the sense and it's not by any like I don't do things on purpose it's just life is busy right I get that and uh, like oh my god me and my cousin Piers or me and Emily we will literally we will not leave each other on we'll leave each other like blue tip for ages because we just forget to get back to each other not forget but like we'll 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 want to have a proper conversation and then 
because we know we haven't got time to have that proper conversation in that day or the next day or the next day, potentially up to like five days goes past and we're like, I'm so sorry, I haven't had a minute to actually sit down and want to voice note you properly or want to speak to you properly or failing that, we'll just pick up the phone. So I'm definitely guilty of leaving messages there, but it's not through not wanting to get back or through being ignorant. It's usually through just being busy and being like, right, I, I want to speak to you properly and I don't want to I don't want to quickly message you and be like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? But I want- yeah. But I think that's the difference, Jade. Like, there's people who you know who are just not replying because they are busy and eventually you will get a proper response. And I think it's about what they respond to you. So leave me on red. That's absolutely fine. But then when you do reply it is that sort of accountability, like, oh, I'm I'm really sorry, it was so busy, here's what's going on in my life, when are we next meeting up, it's the nature of that response, Mm -hmm. if somebody just completely ignores you, and then you get a message out of the blue, and there's none of that sort of um, intention of meeting up, or making amends, or, like, I'm not saying she needs to explain herself to you, but I just think, her response shows you quite a lot and I think yeah. L, like you always say no response is a response yeah um, I don't know it just sounds like maybe you both value the friendship a little bit differently mm. and I'm not saying she's not your friend or you should cut her off but does she know how you feel because the level of energy you're putting into this relationship doesn't seem to be reciprocated no and that's hurtful about the the bridesmaid box that's actually really hurtful like if she's done it to what I'm saying is is if she's if she's doing it for all the bridesmaids and you're there and you're part of that then then make sure that you've done it for everybody but she you've said that she's done one sorry she's done one for her new friend but just hasn't gotten round to doing mine yet which feels a little bit like you know, you, I don't know, it just feels, you. by the sounds of it, you feel like you're being treated differently from the other friend and you're not sure why or you're, or you don't, you know, you don't understand why you, you're seen as any differently and you shouldn't be, you know, if, if I don't know, it's different. I don't know. I just, it just feels like, it, Stevie, you're right. It comes down to how you feel. At the end of the day, there's, relationships are an exchange of energy. And if you are, feeling as if this is either taking too much of yours or you're spending energy on this when you don't think it's reciprocated or you just don't feel really good about this relationship then it's definitely worth taking a step back or at least just having that conversation letting them know seeing if they are a like apologetic and like sorry I didn't see that sorry I I didn't mean it like that or if they're a little bit standoffish you kind of know where you stand then but this is either someone that you can communicate with or not. So you can either turn around and say to her, listen, I feel like this. I feel like you only call me when shit hits the fan or you need advice on something. And any other time I'm like not on your priority list. And and I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel like when I need you, you're there. And when you need me, I'm there. And that we can have a relationship outside of when shit is happening you know that there's nothing worse than being the friend that gets called when something's gone wrong but if something's gone right you don't see it you just see it on on instagram or something like that like you you can't be you know what what are are you are you her agony aunt (laughs) this is the thing if you don't actually want to have that conversation with her that's also absolutely fine but i would say take a step back Mm, like consciously don't be available for her 
And that might sound a little bit um, underhand or calculating, but I just think sometimes people notice what you notice a change in your actions and then it makes them think, hang on a minute, Mm -hmm. what's going on here? And then maybe she will reach out, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think you, I think at the end of your message, you said, are you being picky or do you, or do we think you're being used? I think, I don't think you're being picky. I don't think this relationship is necessarily the way you want it to be. And I don't know how much you're getting out of it anymore. And yeah, you're allowed to feel how you feel, basically. I also (laughs) think, I think I'm just reading through it again. And you're saying that you got close during the lockdown to COVID. And I think as savage as it sounds, everyone was bored in lockdown and like I just wonder whether it's whether it is a case of she's used you because in lockdown she's bored she's chatting to you all the time you've got super close and then as soon as the world has opened up again and she's met a new friend and you know she's off doing whatever she wants to do the timing just feels really shit because initially I was kind of giving the friend the benefit of the doubt because one of her family members or someone really close to her had passed away and she went quite after so I was thinking oh you know maybe maybe it was something to do with that but actually she's got no issue communicating constantly with the new friend and you've also said got super close after a period of not speaking so I wonder why they didn't speak the first time Mm, that's my thing but yeah what the girl said I think take a step back um if you if you want or need to have the conversation you can have it but stevie's right when you take a step back especially when she needs you and she's going to come running she'll notice that you're not there as much yeah and rightly so totally just make make yourself less available make yourself less available and you know similarly if she's opening up messages not responding to you do the same do i mean that's petty (laughs) that's me being like no I was gonna say you know what blocker blocker do the same yeah that's petty jay being like she's a bitch um but no do like similarly or like you can be the adult and be like you keep blue ticking me not responding to me you're ignoring me and I feel hurt either fix up or fuck off or you can blank her back and just go sorry not available and when she needs you sorry not available sorry not available yeah say sorry not available ask your new friend yeah yeah whatever her name is yeah I've had similar to this before and I basically did a mixture of the both and this girl same like she messaged me when she was dating and she needed someone to talk to about men and everything then she got into a relationship and it was you know kind of serious so I didn't hear from her for months and it was so bloody boring and it's the same thing like as what we were saying if you don't reply to someone for a while come back with intention she came back and messaged me after like three to four weeks with an invite. She works for a brand with an invite to an event that she wanted me to go to. She was like, it's oh, yeah, work. no, blah, blah, it's blah. A work and by thing. the way, here's an event. And I just ignored her. And because I'd already said two or three times, no, I'm sorry, like all this bullshit, right? Controversial here. You know, there was all these things going around on TikTok a long time, uh, not TikTok, uh, Instagram a long time ago. Like, you know, people don't owe you their time. They don't owe you their responses. Like no one owes your response on WhatsApp, on WhatsApp, blah, 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 blah. I disagree. I disagree. If you're I a friend, disagree. I'm not saying that day, that week, but if someone is repeatedly leaving it three to four weeks or, you know, just constantly ignoring your messages and they're not really coming back with much only when they want to speak to you. They absolutely, if you've been been there for somebody, they absolutely 
owe you a fucking second of their time. I'm sorry. Everyone's on their phone on the toilet, unless it's just me and I've outed myself. Everyone will get their phone up and have a little scroll on the toilet. Fucking reply when you're sat on the toilet. Like it doesn't take a second to hit respond. Every morning or most mornings, I'll have a list of like everyone I need to reply to, like not urgently, but people that I like. And it might be a DM, might be a WhatsApp. Do it, get it done, tick something off on the list. Like it's so quick and it's so easy. And I think that it's nice in this like era or world of like self-care and stuff. I've spoken about this before. I do think it's so important to look after yourself. But I do think sometimes we swing too far the other way and we excuse people's behavior by saying, no, they were looking after themselves and their mental health and, and X, Y, Z. No, taking three to four weeks to reply to a message is just because they don't give a shit. And we need yeah. to stop excusing that. Sorry, it's something that I'm like, I, I'm so strong on because it's bollocks. And that this is why people stay in friendships and get walked all over we've spoken about it before I'm I'm not quick to cut someone off but once you've done me dirty for the second or the third time you're gone and this girl repeatedly comes back to me I, I don't want to say like too many specific things not that I think she'd listen to the podcast but I've I've actually had like maybe two to three conversations of this is like a joke this is the third time where when I've been struggling you've gone missing for weeks and weeks and you don't come back I'm sorry I'm so sorry I'm going for it nah you ain't sorry because if you were sorry you wouldn't do it again and you will do it again it's been a long time since we met we sort of like stopped talking not like fell out but I just said like oh, I can't be bothered you know ignored her didn't reply back and then we never spoke for a while then she came back again and said let's go for lunch I said okay then she cancelled on me and then never replied so I was like right you know fool me fool me once more for you fool me twice more for me she will still send me tiktok videos and she will send me things like food related and be like oh we should go here let's go for lunch here and it's like I will not even respond I'll just go I'll just like it yeah that place looks great I'll definitely check it out you won't even catch me being as two-faced to say we'll definitely go for lunch because we ain't ever going for lunch again. No, no. But I find that embarrassing because it's so embarrassing. how can people say that to somebody else? Like, yeah, you know, you're deep down, you know, you're never going to do it. Like, it's no shame, Steve. It's people yeah. that like really t- can't take accountability instead of just being like, look, I've been a shit friend and actually we ain't close enough for me to invest my time in replying to you. Yeah, those conversations are hard, but I've said numerous times like, you know what, I think it's best we just leave it here. It sounds really dramatic, but it's like, you know what, the o- staying in something, I think for our listener as well. I think like ignoring people and pulling back is great and it's definitely a good first step, but it will come to the point where you're so frustrated by it. You can't keep doing that. And it probably will come down to a conversation of, right, this is closure now. The person either changes or they don't. And if they don't, they're out. And it, and I promise you, it doesn't matter how close friends they are or they were of you, you will feel relieved when they're gone mm. because you know, it's another like self-worth dignity step. Like I'm not being mugged off any more times done mm. that's how I feel on it but I, I am aware that I'm quite blunt on this topic because I'm like nah you ain't fucking I'm a good friend and if you ain't it back then you ain't having my friendship yeah so yeah no I agree yeah. with you and also with the whole um taking care of yourself and self-love and blah 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 you're so right because I think people use that as an excuse to pe- treat other people like crap and actually yeah. your actions have an impact on other people so it's it, if you are a good friend, 
or if you have any morals or any sort of empathetic part of your body you wouldn't want people to feel a certain way do you know what I mean and I just think sometimes it's just decency to reply to somebody like even if it's one line like just yeah yeah, just do it or you know what open it and say I am so manic right now I'll reply as soon as I can yeah I'll reply properly yeah I'm not ignoring you I know you're there I'll come back Yeah. yeah yeah totally yeah yeah, uh, it's a mixed bag, isn't it, really? Because I think I totally agree with you. And, and yeah, I think recently I this is probably the first time that I probably needed to take a little bit of a step back in the sense of, like, I don't know, well, especially when I was doing the play and I was really inundated and really grateful for everybody's messages of support. But it felt a bit overwhelming. And I did have to just, like, open them and just say thank you so much or, like, just like it and love it or or send hearts and stuff like that. When I had no words, I just sent emojis sometimes. That's fine, though, Jade. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, if, you know, I just just couldn't. But also, like, I've, I've just discovered, like, you know, the focus mode on my phone. And I have to put my phone into, like, work mode, sleep mode, things like that, because I... Just recently, I've never felt like this before, but like lots, I had lots going on, sort of thing. So I've just felt like I needed to put. I don't know whether people can people see my focus. I hope they can. Um, like if I'm in work mode, I can get phone calls from certain people, and then other people can see that there's like like uh like a focus mode on or something like that. But I, I kind of felt like I was like, right, I need to because my brain is being split between messaging people, getting new messages checking social media for this checking emails for that actually doing that you know when you think I'm I've got loads of things to do and I'm never focusing on any one thing so I need to minimize contact during the day whether that is with social media whether that is with people so I've just had to make and then make time in the evening to go right right I'll or like or when I've got a moment even if it's the following day I'm like sorry I had a busy day yesterday you know so I'm I'm sitting on the cusp of like I totally agree. There are people that you are going to always prioritize, or that that mean enough to you to go right. I need to respond to you immediately. There's other things that are like work related, or um, you know, thing like things further ahead in the future, like events and stuff like that. And I'm like, actually, those things can wait. If I have to put yeah. in a in a list of like you know, like if you make a to do list. You put, you put a to-do list together and you go, right, what out of that is the priority because that needs to go at the top and the other thing, you know, and, and people will do that with people subconsciously. Yeah. And it sounds like your friend is doing that and you, <laughs> it's very bold of her to let, let you know that she's done this official invite box for her friend, but that she's not done yours and we're eight months later. I actually think that's quite a big statement really from yeah. without whether she's meant to do that or not. Like, I think that's, I think that's pretty cruel really especially if you feel like if you're valuing this friendship clearly more than she is I think that's actually really mean and for her to be like oh I've done it for the blah 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 blah, blah. I'm doing your one I'm doing your one and I was just like she could have just turned around and just said I I don't know I mean it's a difficult conversation obviously she maybe she just doesn't want to have the conversation maybe she is feeling a little bit like oh okay this isn't a friendship that I put high on my priority list and she's not told you that and you're still over here being like oh you're one of my best friends and she's like oh you're you're a friend like no see I think she is just a an unaware person who takes I think she could see your friendship as almost one that will always be there mm, yeah. so she's got no um 
she doesn't feel like she needs to put energy into it mm. that's why she thinks she can get away with these outrageous statements like I've made everybody else a bridesmaid's box and you know I'll get around to yours because she just thinks you'll always be there for her yeah that's what I yeah. think it is because yeah. some people are so not aware yeah yeah, but also, girls, you can only you will only get treated the way you are allowed to be treated. So if you nip yeah. this bud now and you just say, "Sorry, I don't, I don't, I won't allow myself to feel like this, and I won't allow myself to be treated this way," so um, I'll speak to you whenever. Just yeah, fuck, yeah, just yeah. And back. if you want to be really petty, you should say, "What's going on with the wedding? <laughs> Am I uh, still a bridesmaid?" And when she says, "Yeah," you say, "You know what? I don't." think our friendship is at that level so i'll be a guest but i don't yeah. need to be a bridesmaid yeah no, fuck it. and the dress is at shit anyway <laughs> and i don't like your color scheme or say as well i don't want to upstage you at your own wedding yes! so i'll step down and become a guest oh <laughs> fuck it. No, book yourself a nice trip book yourself a vacay with a with another friend and just be like oh do you know what i completely forgot i'm actually in the bahamas or turn up in white oh oh oh, <gasps> oh. oh. Oh, girls, we have some such reasonable answers to turn I up. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I really feel for you, girls. Grieving a friendship, like sometimes grieving a friendship is harder than uh, like a, a romantic relationship, I think. Like, yeah, I, I think it's really difficult to, to grieve a relationship. And I don't necessarily say you need to do that. You don't need to cut her off. But it's really like, <laughs> am I going to do my Harry Potter <laughs> quote again? do it it's been so long since we've heard so it long. <laughs> it takes immense strength to stand up to your enemies but it takes even more to stand up to your friends <laughs> thank you Dumbledore forever the wisdom that I need to relate on this podcast <laughs> it's, oh, I it's, it's so true it is so true oh I I we do always say best of luck but genuinely Best of luck. No, Best you're, of luck. you're an incredible friend and you deserve better. So go get better. Right. On to the game. Cannot do Harry Potter now that I've just... Damn it. Do you know what? Today's the day that everyone goes to um, King's Cross as well. Oh, oh I thought I was it's... seeing loads of Harry Potter things. Yeah, it's the first day of like, you know, in the books where they go back to Hogwarts. Um well, that queue at Queen's Cross is gonna be mental today. Well, I think they actually play it over the tannoy, so people just gather in the forecourt. Oh, and um yeah. I love that. I need to watch the films again. Oh, girls, can we have a Harry Potter marathon? Yes, I'm oh, so um, all over that. Oh, I'm ready for autumn now. I- I'm ready for it to get darker, colder. I want to get my autumn outfits out and I want the cosy evenings. I'm going to start Gilmore Girls again. <gasps> oh, I've started Gossip Girl. Have you? Yeah, I love okay. it. It's so easy to have on in the background. Okay, girls, not going through the rules. Are you ready? <laughs> ready. Yes. Put our service to the test, tie Jade. It was just. But our service to the test, tie your napkin round your neck, Sheree, and we'll provide the rest or something like that. Yay! Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, oh my God, what's his name? It's Beauty and the Beast. It's 
I think you've got it anyway, Jade. You can have it, Jade. Because I can't remember his name either, but he's the candlestick. The candelabra. Candelabra. Love that. Yeah, that's a good one. Very nice. Oh, I'm glad I've got a couple of points. Bloody hell, it's been a little while. Oh, I'm losing Lumiere. Lumiere. Lumiere, that's it. Okay, well. I could have cheated there and give that to Ellie. And then could have done. You wouldn't have been tying with me Seriously. or above me. The fact that you've just said you would do something <laughs> to cheat. Girls, I'm scary. honest. At least I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> there's no scheming over here. It's all out in the open. Oh, there's no tr- there's no blue tick and blanked. No. No. <laughs> and I'd expect you to call me out on it <laughs> if there was. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions to long story short podcast 22 at gmail.com and head over to our TikTok long story short pod to see what we've been up to there. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye. Bye.